Hi everybody and welcome to Frank Reviews. Um, I don't even know what the tagline is anymore. It's not father-son, so who cares? Whatever. I'm Hope. That's Frank. We watch movies. Dad. What? What did you think of this week's movie? <laughs> As um, you open up your bag of kettle cooked chips. I was uh, a, he- a little, little hesitant because, um, um, <clears throat> well... You, uh, I got the sense from you it was like a little obscure. Wait, did you mention the name of the movie? Sleepy Hollow? Yes. Sleepy Hollow, 1999, directed by Tim Burton. Okay, with... There we go, covered. S- starring... Uh, uh, Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, and every English character actor they could find wandering around the studio at the time. It's kind of amazing. Like so, it, the cast is <clears throat> wild. I was a uh, little hesitant. I thought it was going to be like some creepy weirdo sure. thing or something, but actually, I enjoyed it. Oh, good! I was surprised. Um, a little campy in a couple places, but um, actually pretty good. And good. nineteen what ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine. Okay, hell of a year <laughs> for movies. And um, but I mean, all I. I remember the story of Ichabod Crane, Sleepy yeah. Hollow, uh, as a kid or something, and I, I don't think this was that. Well, there's uh, there's uh, the classic story, which is written by Washington Irving. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, like the most common one that people think of is the um, Disney animated short film from, okay. like, I want to say the mid-60s. Let me pull that up. Uh, 1949. Wow. Wow. All right. Look at that. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, of course, Disney's got its own Wikipedia. They have to control. Uh, narrated by Bing Crosby. Oh, yeah. Nice. Look at that. In fact, this movie pays homage to that with the, um, as Ichabod is, is, um, passing through the covered bridge, he hears the toad croaking, Ichabod, Ichabod, which, uh, I, I always loved. Um, how is but, that? How is that connected to the Disney one? I, well, they do that in the Disney one. Oh, 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 the, oh! In the Disney version and the original story, Ichabod Crane is just this kind of like uh, foppish school teacher. Yes, and uh, um, he's just really easily frightened. He's betrothed to uh, 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 local hot girl the big burly guys don't like that so they hatch a plan to scare him off tell him the tale of the headless horseman and the ride home is he's being chased by the headless horseman so and what happens to him in the real story uh he just disappears oh yeah weird yeah (laughs) no i know right it's a a fun little freaky ghost story okay so this time so this time around i quite like what they do with it in order to turn it into an hour and 40 minute long feature um uh ichabod crane is a constable from new york city who is like the world's first forensic detective yes with a lot of tim burtony looking weird scalpels and and doodads and goggles like goggle eye eye magnifier things and stuff um and he's just pissing off the local constabulary with his talk of science and reason. So they right. send him up to Sleepy Hollow. And you know what? There's a question. But what what uh, um, what part did you like the adaptation into it basically being a murder mystery? Uh, well, first of all, it, I mean, if I compare it to the 
1949 Disney right. cartoon or short or whatever it is, Ichabod Crane was a not very attractive. He was lanky and had a long neck and a big Adam's yeah, apple. And he, he wasn't exactly his, bred for attractiveness. Yeah, he wasn't uh, real handsome or debonair or anything. Um, and, of course, then they get Johnny Depp, who has uh, this air of, I don't know, superiority and and uh, uh, confidence, and he's he's handsome um, and all that stuff. So it was the character was completely different, and and then he's a constable, and he's going to introduce forensic um, detect detection right to the world. Right. Uh, he's been reading books or something from from these guys. Uh, that are putting, you know, deductive reasoning and um, um, different kinds of <clears throat> methods of crime, uh, crime analysis mm-hmm. and stuff. And, of course, all the regular yokel uh, <laughs> um, um, officers and, and, and lawmen and stuff just think he's like an idiot. And, yeah, okay, fine, you know, we need to get rid of well, you. It's we'll not send even you like, to- it's not even the local officer. Oh, oh, yeah, no, okay, I see what you're saying. You're thinking the local officer in New York. Sorry. Well, he was in New York, I'm getting right. ahead of myself, <clears throat> yeah. All right. And they send um, him to sleep. Headed up by Christopher Lee. Yes. Uh, who just like his part's done before his name appears in the opening yeah. credits, which I always love. And uh, um, they send him to Sleepy Hollow, where there have been three mysterious deaths, beheadings mm-hmm. in the last month, um, just to get rid of him. You know, okay, fine. Uh, here, here's here's a tough problem. Uh, you go and do that. And of course, I don't know. Did he? I mean, did he, he kind of s- did. Solve it. He he. Uh, but it uh, turns out there there was a headless horseman. There was, yeah. So what I kind of love about this movie is I I never really like murder mysteries, like I've said before on this on this very podcast. Um, you guys watched so many Agatha Christie yes. murder mysteries yes. while I was growing up that I just got so sick and tired of the format. Okay, so it's so it's our fault. Yes, I'm blaming yeah, you. That's fine. But something like this, they actually have the parlor sequence where the detective is walking around all of the suspects and like laying out the facts. Yes. But that's at the beginning of the movie. Okay. And then he does this big dramatic speech sort of thing. I will find the murderer. And then everybody's just like, oh, no, we know who it is. It's a headless horseman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which, of course, he does not buy into. Of course. Of course. Until he encounters the headless Which is horseman. Terrific. No, you don't understand. I saw it. Yes, yes, we know. We've been telling you about it. Yes, but you don't understand. It's real. We know. We've been saying. Yes. Just and delightful. There's, there's all kinds of magic stuff going on of course, underneath the tree. Blood and, magic. And, and there's yeah. a witch. And there's all yes. sorts of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but there is, during that uh, uh, parlor sequence, um, uh, they say, you're a long way from New York, Mr. Crane. Yes. And I got curious. I looked up how far of a drive it is from New York City. I said Midtown. So, like, we can, we can assume. Uh, to Sleepy Hollow, New York. Dad, how many hours and minutes do you think a car ride from Central New York City to Sleepy Hollow I'll say one hour. One hour, eight minutes. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, 
long. It's apparently a 31 uh, to 36 minute drive, depending on what roads you take. Uh, what did I say? 31 to 36 mile drive. Yeah. Uh, but then like, okay, so the dude was, I guess his, his carriage ride was like about 15 miles a day ish. Well, the, no, a carriage can go. I mean, you yeah, can but you they, can walk twenty miles they, in a day. They say it was like a, uh, at the beginning of the film, say two day carriage ride. Yes, it's like okay. I mean, that's a bit of a walk, but so it's how many miles? Uh, thirty one point six miles. Yeah, if that's... you take Saw River, Saw Mill River Parkway South. Okay, well, I guess going thirty one miles in a day is too much, so they just yeah. break it up. Yeah, just. Kind of hilarious, I think. It's it's like, if you look at the map, you're not even really... Yeah. Le- like, you're not even yeah. leaving the landmass that becomes yeah. Manhattan. So, <laughs> there's not even a bridge involved. That kind of tickles me. Did you have a particular favorite sequence or, or anything stood out to you? Um, Because Visu- this is a very visual movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've watched a Tim Burton film for this before. The... Um- I mean, they do a good job in making the town of Sleepy Hollow look very bleak. They built very that. They dull built that little town set for real for some of the outdoor shooting, and then most of the movie was shot inside on a sound stage with just okay. every fog machine they had access yeah. to. Oh, yeah, like, everything had fog. A- yeah, apparently, you had have fog. Yeah, apparently they rolled right from filming Star Wars Episode One into filming this. Who uh, did? So they had uh, just the, the, the sound stage was being rented out. Between, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, it was being rented out between Star Wars and then this rolled right in, uh, which is a hell of a jump, I think. What does that have to do with... Well, just the sheer size of the sound stages. Oh, oh okay. They, they, bu- okay. they built a lot of these weirdly huge sets uh, uh, for uh, for episode one, okay. which is weird because you usually think of that movie having just like too much CGI, but there you go. Like that's where all the spaceships were and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. But the, uh, yeah, the set w- was good. The, uh, um, costumes were good uh, and and so it it um it was good it was good. fun okay it was, i don't know what i said what, what, what did you enjoyable. think of what did you think of uh the mannerisms of uh johnny depp playing ichabod crane um again not not the ty- not the ichabod crane that i grew up with as a kid um but um you know i'm trying to like figure you know how he's going to do this and stuff, and he's, right. he's just acting like a, a young, um, <clears throat> a young uh, aggressive science science minded uh, guy, and no right. nonsense, no nonsense cop kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, I, I uh, love how panicky he is; like he's yes. still very much a coward, like he yes. is in uh, the original story. Oh, that's right; he kept fainting. Yeah, yeah. Which, he fainted plus, like there's three just or so many times. like blood splatters yes. in this movie too. Yes. Well, the the chopping heads off. Does, oh man! Does Did you have a, a favorite head shopping? Um, let me see. Who was the Who was the old dude with the long curly hair and the big nose? Uh, like, um, uh, uh, that would they, be. They all had wigs. Magistrate Phillips, yes. uh, played by Richard Griffiths, yeah. big dude, kept taking his wig off to tell things. No, it was no, nope, it was the other dude with the long nose and. 
I'm looking at the cast list now. Uh, do you mean the Reverend? Yes. Yes, okay. Played by Jeffrey Jones, who yeah. is a sex criminal. So you liked his... Uh, no, he got bashed in the back of the head during the big church fight sequence. Okay. You get like three deaths back to back to back in that sequence. And first it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, the town doctor, played by Ian McDermott, gets bashed in the head with a yes. crucifix. Yes. Um, by Reverend Steenwick. Yes. And then the Reverend gets shot. Which I do love the image of him getting shot because he like jolts forward and his wig kind of pops <laughs> off. Yeah. It's a great brief yeah. thing. And then in the crowning achievement of the movie, the horseman can't enter the church. So he grabs a spike, ties a rope to it, launches it through the window. It impales uh, Michael Gambon, yes. the guy who would later become Dumbledore. And then he just drags him out of the church and yes. then beheads him. Yeah. So that's kind of like an amazing one, two, three. That was pretty three. clever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, the Headless Horseman, apparently he had full faculties of function and yep. ability and stuff uh, like he could see and and do stuff, and I don't know how. Well, but here's, yeah. uh, um, and as far as the Horseman goes, well, this movie's weirdly related to Star Wars uh, Episode One in three ways. So Ian McDermott... Uh, the, the, the town doctor, he plays Emperor Palpatine in Star Wars. Okay. And I'm so not used to see, not seeing him with a bunch of crap glued to his face talking like this. Okay. So very strange. Um, they shot in the same studios, as I said. And then, uh, the guy who played the headless horseman while he is headless is the guy who played Darth Maul. In episode one. Ah. So, yeah. So, they literally dressed him up in the full costume and then put, like, a blue sack over his head so they could just digit uh, edit out his head. So, he's doing the full-bodied movements, which just adds to it. They're not, like, raising up his shoulders to hide his head like right. they do in the, the, so the fake act, horse. So, he's acting scenes. like a headed man. Right, yeah. Act, he's moving like a guy with a no head. head. Exactly. Yeah. And he just carries this massive friggin' sword, and he that apparently cauterizes the necks on impact, which is <laughs> yeah. They didn't explain the cauterizing, but I guess you had to figure that out. There's like a line that says the devil's fire, like the fires okay. of hell are okay. heating the sword or something. Okay. <clears throat> um, now the people that got their heads chopped off, you could see their stumpy neck, yeah, and like guts and stuff in there. Yeah. But the Headless Horseman just had, like, a hollow neck. Yeah. You know, there was, like, no substance to his body. I, I do love, at the end of the movie, when he just kind of offhandedly catches the skull and then puts it back yeah. in place. What do yeah. you think of that sequence with the muscles and the skin <clears throat> and the stuff? Yeah, stuff all grows back. It's oh, like, yeah. Um, and then they, uh, and then he dives into the tree and... Well, he grabs, uh, what's her face? Miranda Richardson first and then makes out with her to the point of making her bleed horribly. Yes. Well, and he bites he, Yeah, he I bites know, her. He, he bite kisses her yeah. or whatever. Um, and then he jumps back into the tree. With those nasty, sharpy <laughs> teeth. <clears throat> Yeah, and then oh he my jumps God. in the tree. With Christopher Walken. I still can't believe that Christopher yeah. Walken played the horseman. That is pretty cool. With the, like, the big, scary, fake teeth. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Oh, my God. 
Uh, I can't not mention Christina Ricci, uh, who uh, I joke is my one true love. No, nope. uh, what part was she? Uh, she was Katrina Van Tassel. She's the 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 young the blonde love interest. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Which yeah. is weird because she was born in 1980 and was 19 when this movie came out, and Johnny Depp was born in 1963. So full 17 years older than yeah, she but is. Yeah, but Johnny Depp has that baby face. He does. You know, he he looks, does look so. He looks like a baby face. Pretty in yeah. this movie. He has yet to um, like. So he could get away with it. Yeah. Well, at that point he could. Uh, after he disappears up the ass of Captain Jack Sparrow a couple of years later. Yes. He ages kind of quickly after that. So I feel uh, I I. I I don't really want to make any judgments. I don't know the full story with what's going on with him, but uh, I don't really approve of much of it. It's called, uh, it's called aging. What do you no, mean? I mean, like, he is... You know what? I'm going to explain to you the horrifying details of his private life off mic. Oh. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, he's got a crap here. Oh, yeah, see, no, I, I, know, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you back know. on topic with Christina Ricci, who I have always loved... And is uh, the sub well one of the subjects of the next two movies we're going to be watching. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm super excited. She's going to be in the Matrix Resurrections later this year. I hope she's got a part of some sub- of uh, some substance. And she's also got a TV series coming out later this year. I'm going to read you the the uh, log line for it. A team of wildly talented high school girl soccer players who become the unlucky survivors of a plane crash deep in the Ontario wilderness. Oh, my God. So, like, am I going to see Christina Ricci playing, like, a former cannibal? Do I get to see that? Yeah. Like yeah. They'll, have to, they'll have to eat each other. I'm so they'll excited eat the dead that. ones. Um, she has been in so many bad movies. She was basically the queen of the 1990s um, with the Adams Family, Casper, The Ice Storm, Sleepy Hollow. And then she doesn't do much else of note. Like, she never stops working. She's just the star of a bunch of stuff that doesn't go. Okay. Like the TV series uh, Pan Am. Came out in 2011 Never about stewardesses it. in the 60s. Yeah, you wouldn't have could as it ran for 14 episodes. Okay. In the wake of uh, Mad Men becoming such a huge thing. Oh, okay. And then she played uh, Lizzie Borden in a made-for-TV movie. And then Lizzie Borden again in a TV series continuation of the Lizzie Borden <laughs> story. Yeah, so how, that didn't go. And much, then How much is there? To, I mean, Lizzie Borden, she hacks up her... Her parents and you'd like, be surprised what they tried to do with that show. Like, they like, tried. Whoa, that's it. You she know? keeps. She gets like involved in like local mob affairs. So then she's got to axe a bunch of mob bosses. Oh, it's really okay. You can't get seriously. It. Okay. And then uh, in 2015, she was in uh, an Amazon series, um, uh, Z, the beginning of everything. Uh, um, uh, about a the life of Zelda Fitzgerald, wife of F. Scott Fitzgerald, author of The Great Gatsby. And he, I hate The Great Gatsby so much as a piece of literature. Dad, let me tell you how difficult it is to be a re- rich white man in pre-Depression New York City. It's so difficult. Yes. And yes. I kind of, by proxy, hate F. Scott Fitzgerald and... I hated it so much I couldn't even finish a Christina Ricci TV series. Like, oh, God, this is so boring. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I really hope things are turning around for her now that she's in The Matrix and Yellow Jackets. Super excited for all of that. 
cool. Um, I do kind of want to show you the werewolf movie Cursed at some point because okay. that is a fun, stupid movie. Okay. Um, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, any other questions about the movie or no. things that stood <clears throat> out to you? Fun entertainment, interesting cool. twist on uh, the real story. Um, Johnny Depp was fun to see, and uh, you know some some of the goofy, you know the, the whole. Uh, what do you call it? The whole sense of the movie it was interesting to see it set up in that time oh, period yeah, in like, the 1800s or whatever uh, it was. 1799. Oh, like, God, okay. that's another, Almost 1800. Yeah, that's that, right, That's the thing. Like, in the movie, like, the, the horseman is a mercenary hired um, to uh, 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 terrorize American troops during the Revolution, and that was only 20 years before this movie yep. was set, which is why, like, so much of the cast is just English character actors, because most of these characters would have been born in England, right. come and to America, come over here, yeah. which is something I find amusing, like, the younger cast of the movie has quasi-American accents, like, okay. not fully formed <clears throat> American, whereas the older cast, for the most part, has the English accents. Yeah. I always kind of yeah. love that little detail. Interesting. Also, Tim Burton is a wildly visual director. This is the guy who did... Uh, the first two Batman movies, Beetlejuice, stuff like that. Oh, Beetlejuice, that's fun. Um, yeah, we can watch Beetlejuice sometime okay. soon if you like. Cool. I do want to show you the original, uh, at least the original Tim Burton Batman movies. The uh, the okay. next two Batman movies are a little weird. So, worth a look. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Mr. Freeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones t- plays Two-Face. Oh God, that that whole series. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Okay. There's a scene where Batman is fighting Catwoman. <laughs> you wouldn't do this in a movie today. Batman literally says, "Eat floor," and then slams her face into the floor. Nice. It's amazing. <laughs> nice. But we will absolutely do those eventually. Okay. Um, as far as next week goes, we're going to be doing uh, The Addams Family, yes. which I want to say is 1991. Let me double check on that. Ba-da-ba-bum. Because they've made some Ba-da-ba-bum. garbage animated movies Ba-da-ba-bum. lately. Ba-da-ba-da. Here we go. Yep. Uh, 1991. Uh, uh, right. Barry Sonnenfeld, who directed uh, last week's movie, Men in Black. Okay. So, hell yeah. Very excited. Um, in the meantime, please remember to rate, view, subscribe, all that fun junk. Um, I'd like this to be something more than just a hobby, if that's cool. Uh, HD Lickner on Twitter, Muscle Nerd Studios on Instagram. Thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for our theme song. Dad, just keep making those weird noises as I'm I thanking will. our creative team. I will. Um, Paul Taylor at WopsySquare.com for our artwork. And Dad, take it away. Okay, folks. Yeah, we're getting into the fall season. Nice, chilly weather. Sort of a little bit. Um, um, get up and go to work tomorrow or school, whatever you have to do, be good to each other. Um, and any of you morons, uh, that haven't been vaccinated unless you have like, I don't know, let us, let me know what your reason is. I did see a photo today. It was a billboard that said just black billboard, basic white text, don't get vaccinated. Great big bold lettering. And then down below, H&G Funeral Home. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect the, comedy. Um, yeah. Um, I, I saw a meme that said, um, mask it or casket. Mm. Nice. There so on that note, be on good to note. each other. Bye, everybody.